This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Wednesday the 30th of August. The Ministry of Justice has announced new legislation that will give judges the power to order an offender to attend a sentencing hearing, including by force if necessary. Rishi Sinag says it's so criminals like Lucy Letby can no longer try to evade the final moment of justice. Kirsty Brimlow Casey is chair of the Criminal Bar Association. She told Times Radio some of the problems with the proposal. First of all, there's no timetable for it. Secondly, there's not been any consultation with those people who actually deal with these cases, which is always a concern. Uh, Thirdly, the prospect of if somebody doesn't want to come to court and the judge deems that they perhaps will be too violent, the judge could then decide, I'm not going to order that that person is forced. So we probably would be where we are now. The Foreign Secretary has insisted his trip to China is more important than ever. James Cleverly is meeting Foreign Affairs Ministers Wang Yi and Vice President Han Zheng in what is the first trip to China by a UK Foreign Secretary in more than five years. Lord Peter Ricketts is former chair of the Joint Intelligence Committee and the UK's first national security advisor. He told Times Radio the visit is important. Well, we have to talk to China. I, I think James Cleverly, the Foreign Secretary, is quite right to go to China. There are many areas where we have deep disagreements with China, but they are a major factor in the world economy. We depend on them a great deal still for our imports, uh, and we have to talk to China about issues like climate change and the state of the global economy. Two years ago today, the final US troops left Afghanistan. Taliban fighters watched the last US planes leave Kabul airport and fired their guns into the air to celebrate their independence. It marked the end of nearly two decades of NATO allies' military presence in the country following the 9-11 attack. Tobias Elwood is chair of the House of Commons Defence Select Committee. He told Times Radio the Taliban are divided over laws to restrict women's freedom. There's a difference of opinion between the, the young elements in the Taliban that actually do want to engage and the political statements made by Habitullah, the supreme leader, in Kandahar. We need to better right. understand that. It's emerged government plans to deal with NHS staff shortages would mean half of all public sector workers in England are employed by the health service. The Institute for Fiscal Studies has analysed Minister's Workforce Proposal, which aims to have 2.3 million staff in the NHS by 2036. Currently, there are 1.4 million. Max Warner from the IFS told Times Radio where the extra money needed to pay for those extra workers might come from. Very approximately. Ultimately, it would be equivalent to putting about 6p on all income tax rates or putting up the main rate of VAT from 20 to 27%. So those are really quite big increases. And that's just kind of scale. Of course, there are other things and other ways you could raise that revenue. But that's a good way, I think, of thinking about just how big amount of money this is being committed. Military officers have taken power in a coup in the Commonwealth nation of Gabon. It happened after the state election body declared that President Ali Bongo had won a third term. And military officers in Gabon have declared that President Bongo is being held under house arrest. Jane Flanagan is the Times Africa correspondent. As they call it, the institutional, political and economic chaos. 
in um, Gabon, but also an election that was held last week that they said was not credible. This was a, a ballot to decide on local and national leaders as well as the president, uh, but it was held in extremely tight conditions with a curfew and, and no independent observers allowed. And then at four o'clock this morning, the election authorities uh, decided to announce that Ali Bongo, the president, would have his third term in office. Canadian police have charged the poison chef, Kenneth Law, with 12 more counts of aiding suicide for those as young as 16 after he was exposed by a Times investigation. Law has been linked to 88 deaths in the UK and now faces a total of 14 charges in Canada. James Beale is the Times social affairs editor who did the initial investigation. Kenneth Law now faces a total of 14 counts of counselling or aiding suicide in Canada but that only relates to Ontario so there could be further counts in relation to wider Canada and the National Crime Agency in the UK are now probing 88 deaths linked to Kenneth Law so he could possibly be looking at further charges in the UK and around the world. Britain can no longer be described as a Christian country, priests say, according to a landmark survey in today's Times. It's the most wide-ranging poll carried out among frontline Anglican clergy and the first survey of Church of England clerics conducted in almost a decade. The Reverend Marcus Walker is the rector of Great St Bartholomew in London and the founder of the Save the Parish campaign. He told Times Radio the future of Christianity in the UK depends on who you listen to. Fewer and fewer people would call themselves Christian. More people would call themselves non-religious. More and more people would come from other faiths. Many people, many priests would say this isn't a Christian country. Another reading of the situation might be that, of course, following, for example, the Tom Holland thesis from his book Dominion, Christianity is so written into the different strands and thought structures and histories of the country that this is a Christian country. And you can hear more on those stories throughout the day on Times Radio. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.